everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 7, Episode 15, the one with Joey's new brain. So let me get this straight. (laughs) When you come out of the brain transplant... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. You're gonna be a woman in a man's body. <laughs> Come on, you're a scientist. Why is this so hard for you? <laughs> it's such a good scene. It is. Oh, it's such a good scene. And this is where Joey comes up with the term dual. Oh, that's right. Is this the first episode he says it? Yeah, because he's like just talk to the dual writers today and everyone's like what's dual Duel. he's like days of our lives of our and lives. then monica uses it later which i think they yeah. cut out i love dual oh she's my favorite character in dual yeah uh, it's funny how he does that dual and then he calls it the days of our lives at one point and they're like joe <laughs> there's no the <laughs> but they say that in the opening in the opening like of duels through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Did you watch that growing up? I did in fifth grade. Okay, because I was gonna say I remember you. There was it, there was at least one soap opera that you used to watch. Was it that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Days of Our Lives. Mm-hmm. That must have. Yeah. That must be. How long has that been on the air? Like, oh, they've all been on there right? forever. <laughs> Probably not. Like, my mom still watches, which one is it? The Young and the Restless. Oh, my gosh. And she was watching it, like, in recent times, you know, I saw her. And she was, like, watching part of it when we were, like, all getting ready to go somewhere. She was just watching her show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, these people are still on this show but, you know, they were, like, 35 back then, and now they're, like, 65 or 75. Yeah. What um, a good, like, crazy. long-term gig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you can get, like, a recurring role on a soap opera, I feel like you work forever. I actually met a girl recently, um, like, friend of a friend, because I don't know if everybody else knows this, but if you used to live in California, you now live in Nashville. Um, I think it's a requirement. <laughs> Um, they're picking everybody out and forcing them to move here and buy houses for too much money Um, I don't know what's happening but I went to a friend's baby shower actually a mutual friend of Ashley and I's from from Florida we grew up with her but she lives here she used to live here like 10 years ago and now she lives here again but I went to her baby shower and I was like oh they only moved back like three months ago I'm guessing it's going to be pretty small no there were like 20 people there who had all moved there from California in the last oh my gosh. five years. You know, it's kind of crazy. Anyway, I was talking to this one girl, and she said she's still – they've lived here for, like, a year and a half, but she still was, like, flying back and forth for work. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, how often do you have to go back? She's like, well, I go every few weeks, but, um, you know, she was kind of not being avoidant. She just wasn't, like, saying what it was, not in a weird way. She just wasn't saying what it was. And I was like, oh, what do you do exactly? And she's like – oh, I'm on a show. Um, you could tell she was, like, trying not to be like, oh, I'm on this show. And, you know, she, she was yeah. very sweet. But anyway, she's on a soap opera. And it sounds like it's a great gig because, like, they have the summers off. She has kids. You know, they film more during the, the year. But they film, like, normal hours. It's, like, normal job hours. Oh. Yeah. So I think it's, like, I'm sure it's decent pay, you know, Obviously, no one's worried about actors being paid, but, like, um, I'm sure she could make more in movies, but that's also kind of like, you do a movie, who knows when you get the next movie, and are you yeah. going to be one of the big stars? Probably not. There's only yeah, so many exactly. of those to go around. So, yeah, she's like, I never thought this is where I would, you know, land acting-wise, but she's like, it's actually really great, like, when you have a family and need a little bit of normalcy, which, yeah. like pilot you know auditioning for pilots like that's so hit or miss and then you only you don't know how long it's going to be on whereas like these things are a sure thing you're right back out on <laughs> Unless, the streets next weekend and that's why i don't think your career right. in acting is good for you that's right but i mean as long as you don't claim to write all the the lines and get yourself <laughs> written off the show 
no that's seems cool like that's because that is stable something gig. about acting that like yeah it's very it seems like very unstable unless yeah. you know you just you never know when your next job is coming which is yeah really you've got to be real flexible right like that'd be tough yeah. to live like that so that's cool that she's got that flexibility and that it's pretty regular yeah, yeah. and you know it's she's like in LA you know she's like you have to like try to get your kids in all these schools because the public schools aren't good and you can't guarantee that both your kids will go to the same school and you know then you have to have a nanny because Hmm. it's like there's traffic all the time and she's like I couldn't get home fast enough to pick up the kids and she's like no I pick up my kids from school I'm just gone like once a month (laughs) I was like that's That's awesome. awesome yeah so that's what I know about soap operas Oh. But I think she said she had been on it, like, I want to say, like, around 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Which, good for her. So, is it one of the big ones? Duel, though. Yeah, it is. It was Young and the Restless. So I had to tell my mom. Oh. She was very excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, of course, didn't cute. know who she was. But, um, but your mom you know. knew. I, she, my mom did know, yeah. That's cute. My mm. neighbors used to watch, was there one called like Pyramid or something like that? <laughs> or like uh, There was one called Pygmies. Passions. Passion. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's one that came up when we were kids and I think it's gone now. Ah, uh, okay. Pygmies. I don't know Pygmies. why you were going like very Pig- Indiana Pixies. Jones. What? Pygmies, Pyramid. I don't know why this had like a desert theme. <laughs> yeah, you know, same, same. I um, same, same. I feel like when people talk about watching Euphoria nowadays, like that, like I know it's, we can be like, oh, soap operas, blah, blah, but like, I think a lot of what we watch is probably very, very similar. Um, I'm sure. I've never watched Euphoria. Have you? No, it looks very intense. I don't think I want to watch it. It does look really intense. A couple people have recommended it to me, and I'm like, I don't think I would. I don't think I need I've to. Heard Thank you. It's filmed very beautifully and interestingly. Okay. But I don't really want to watch like high schoolers do like heavy drugs and, you know, I don't know. It just looks a little too intense. Yeah. For me. Not really my style. We're more friends, people. <laughs> no, we're more friends, people. And Somebody yeah, I don't also like. keeps recommending Emily in Paris to me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think we talked about this before already, though. Yeah. So I just, like, that's fine. That's cool. I get it. I also want, like, they're like, look, it's like mindless. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just. Right. We, we all have our own brand of, like, trash TV that we want to watch. Totally. That's just not my brand, you know. I tried it. It's not for me. It could not hold my attention. I found it. I actually kind of found it boring. I didn't think it was anything like. I didn't understand the hype. Mm. Not even in like a good trash way, you know. And sometimes you're Mm -hmm. like, "This is terrible." I love it. Yes. (laughs) Um, I didn't even think it was that. It was like very vanilla. Right. So I don't know. You know, I could see during like a global pandemic and. So much disruption. Sure. Maybe vanilla is really what some people are looking for. Yeah, that's true. And Mm. it's like, it's upbeat. It's like, not glamorous is probably the wrong word, but like there's good fashion, you know, like I can understand Mm. there's probably. Aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. 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 And it's not heavy. So that's, you're probably right. During a global pandemic, it's nice to have something that's like light and maybe unrealistic, but like who cares because. Yeah. That's fine. It's, it's nice escapism. To We're going for it's it. It's escapism, yeah. I just, yeah. I go well, gossip girl, you know? Sure. Yeah. It's terrible. I've I love been rewatching it. Parks and Rec. It's just so easy. good. Just easy listening. Well, Joey is on duel. So <laughs> um, his character is coming out of a coma because he. <laughs> Okay, wait, let's remind me. This was what happened last week. It was like he got to come back as himself in a coma after having fallen down the elevator shaft like a year ago. Yes, so they like, they they kind of, I guess, kill him off, but they never really say. He just falls down the elevator shaft and then probably is like never mentioned again. 
So then they're like, because we never mentioned him again, we can just say, oh, he was actually in a coma. In a coma this whole time. Right. Yeah. And then his brother, Stryker Ramore, is a bad doctor. Stryker's not in it yet, though, is he? Yeah, Stryker. Because remember, that's who Joey auditions to be, a striker, when they make him audition in their oh, small, the small halls. halls. That's right. Yeah. Um, they made him an actor audition. Can you believe it? <laughs> that's right. Um, that's right. And so, because that's what they're, they're like, the irony is that the only brain surgeon good enough to fix him would have been himself. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, okay. And so, um, they're killing off Jessica Lockhart, who is Susan Sarandon. Um, her character is supposed to be getting killed off by getting thrown off a horse into an electric fence. Right, and, which, which is, is crazy weird. because Jessica hates horses <laughs> and electricity. After this, <laughs> <gasps> um, uh, but it's got big star Susan Sarandon. Yes, it does. Um, it's got Susan Sarandon, and um, it's got Susan Sarandon's real life daughter yes. playing her dual daughter. Mm-hmm. Eva Amuri. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't love her in this, but I don't actually know that I would have been able to act in this weird soap opera fashion any better. So I'm not going to blame yeah. Eva for that. I don't know. Um, the only other thing I've ever seen her in is New Girl. She plays Schmidt's coworker. Really? Mm-hmm. She's only which, in a couple episodes. Which one? Um, the one when he's dating Cece and Elizabeth, the one that's like trying to get him caught. Oh. She's like very tall, very thin. Yes. Um, she's always like snarling at him. That's her. Oh my gosh. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. And now she's like an Instagrammer. Blogger oh. person. Like an influencer? Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> so she's a she's a gram blog blog grammar. She's a blog grammar. <laughs> um, what does she do on Instagram other than blog? Just just bees just bees herself, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. A curated version of herself. I don't know that anybody wants to hear me complain about this, so I will keep it brief. But. I like Hollywood and and celebrities. I just feel like they're all already famous. Like they all have famous parents. Or do you feel like that? A lot of times, yeah. And I think maybe it was like that before. We just didn't know it. But like, yeah, I don't know. We've we just talked about Euphoria. Okay, Zendaya. Doesn't she have famous parents? I don't know. Or am I getting her confused? With Zoe Kravitz, who's also with a Z and popular right now and definitely has famous parents. Um, yeah, she does. Lily Collins and Emily in Paris. She's got famous parents. Oh, who's um, her parent? Phil Collins. What? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Lily Collins is Phil Collins' daughter. Oh, my gosh. She's just so, she's such a big smile for such a little person. <laughs> it's all I can see. Yes. Yeah. Lily Collins is oh Phil Collins' daughter. Yeah. But I just, I just feel like everybody's famous because they were already rich and famous. And so I've just, I like it less. Oh the only gosh. true rags to riches is Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. But he did marry oh. Haley, whatever her name is. I can't, whenever people get married, I can't remember what their name before they got married was. Baldwin. Um, yes. Who's fa- who's already rich and famous. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. I see it. A, I see it's it. A, yeah, I'm, I'm over it. Give me real, give me normies. No, Zendaya's parents are not famous. Okay. Then, They're teachers. Oh, good. Okay. Do you know what then? She's my, hmm. okay. Zendaya. I'm, I like you more. But she was on a Disney show. Which one? 
I don't know. Okay. One. Something about oh. dancing. <laughs> it was like after it's when we were too old to be watching yeah, Disney I was shows. Say. Um, well, look, that's fine. A lot of people got their start in Disney she, shows. Yeah, but I feel like yeah. that. I don't know why that resonates with me so much more. But like, that's what Britney did. That's what Christina Aguilera did. That's what like Jessica Simpson, right? Like they all. Obviously, it's like not. It was like you know that's like five or I just named what three or four. But then you know some of the other ones: J.C., Nick Lachey, Ryan mm-hmm. Gosling, whatever the other one, Justin Timberlake. Like they were all just kind of like talented kids who parent whose parents hustled super hard to get them to yeah. these auditions. Well, and it's still like small amounts of people that get. Oh that, yeah, you know exactly. There's still not like a lot. It's still like less than one in a million, but it's not like. Yeah. My parents were famous and had connections, and so here you go. Now you're also right. an actor. Like, I don't know. Right. Hmm. That's funny. Um, um, do you know what? You recommended I follow this 90s clips um, oh, Instagram 90s account. Oh, movies clips? Yeah, it's great, yes. isn't it? And they did one the other day. Do you remember the TV show Kids Incorporated? Yes. I'm going to sing that a song, one. and hopefully we're not going to get sued. Kids Incorporated, K-I-D-S, Kids Incorporated. Um, so I remember that show. It was basically mm-hmm. just like the Disney, like the Mickey Mouse Club. It was like that type of thing yeah. where it was just like kids doing skits and dancing. It is so 90s, like feathered hair, rhinestone bejeweled denim jackets. Everybody is doing that, like, move. I don't know what it's actually called, where you're, like, yeah. kind of skipping and shuffling at the same time. Yes. I thought like, you were going to say... That's the only move. I thought you were going to say the one where, like, when it zooms in on each kid, they're, like, looking to the side, and then they, like, turn forward and smile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give us okay. that head whip. Did you notice who was in Kids Incorporated? Uh, yes. I noticed two some ones. Yes. Yes. Okay. Who are they? Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. And? And then Fergie. Yes, Stacey Ferguson. Which I, I knew she was, I did know she was on Kids Incorporated. I actually didn't know Jennifer Love Hewitt Oh, okay. But I've only learned that no like idea. in adulthood. That's how she I got had, her start. I had no idea. And so I was watching it and I was like, Stacey Ferguson? And I was like, Fergie? And then I actually, so I sent it to my sister. Because she's a little bit older than us. And so I was like, oh, maybe... She'll actually like remember this. Um, you know, it's not the Duchess, though, right? You know, it's what? are you? You know, it's Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you thought it was Fergie the Duchess. Oh no, she uh, her either her nickname for her nickname or she had an album called The Duchess. <laughs> okay, because you said it twice, and I was like, I just want to make sure you didn't think it was actual Fergie Duchess. <laughs> and then like from that like, episode of Friends. Yes, exactly. And then I was like, wait a minute, am I wrong? Okay, got it. No, we're just um, talking about different things. Yes, her album was called The Duchess. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Sure. Um, but then. Also, so so I sent it to my sister because I was like, oh my gosh, did you? Because, you know, she's a few years older than us. And so I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe she'll have remembered this. And I just didn't realize. And so I was like, yeah. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, Jen, like, did you know Fergie was in this? And she was like, yes. And she was like, why did they just call Jennifer Love Hewitt Love Hewitt? Mm-hmm. And so if you watch that little clip, I was like, maybe that was like a stage name they were trying. Mm-hmm. That was my Weird. guess. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder yeah, who I else was like a famous child actor or semi-famous child actor that we didn't mm. know about. You know Ryan Gosling was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was in the Mickey Mouse okay. Club. Yep. Which I didn't know that. I remember him from Remember the Titans. Yes. I maintain I to this day that you discovered Ryan Gosling. Thank you. I maintain that as well. Everyone heard it here, and it's corroborated by Renee. No further questions. Thank you. No further questions. <laughs> Objection. <laughs> I don't know why I've been saying that so much lately. Like, at work the other day, I was like, okay, so we're just going to tell the exec, da, 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 and then we'll just say no further questions. Thank you. <laughs> like, I have no time to be debating things. Okay. Anyway, 
Jennifer Love Hewitt, Stacey Ferguson, Renee and I, and Susan Sarandon and her daughter. Um, so they're killing off Susan Sarandon, a.k.a. Jessica Lockhart. And Joey is like, I'm going to go up to her and ask her for some tips on how to play her character. Uh, what he didn't do first was check that she knew about this plot twist. Right. Um, kind of was a, it bald or was it tall? <laughs> yeah, bit of bit of an oversight here, Joe. So he walks up and starts talking to Susan Sarandon after she's just slapped her daughter um, on screen <laughs> and was like, "Hey, so when they kill you off and I play you, like," and she's like, "What? They're killing off my character?" Um, and is obviously very upset about this. Yes, which I don't really blame Joey. Because who tells him something like this and doesn't add the caveat, she doesn't know yet? That's a like, very good point. You know what I mean? Like, that feels like something you yeah, if, wouldn't if want to get secret, out. You got to let people know, hey, oh my don't gosh, tell anyone, yeah. but yeah. Especially, like, they've worked with Joey. They know how totally smart yeah. he is. They know how he's pretty but dumb. Pretty but dumb. <laughs> Um, it's a good point. So yeah, I just don't know who wouldn't have been like she doesn't know yet. So I wouldn't so want to be the one to tell her. Well, maybe that's why they didn't tell him so that he would be the one to tell her. Mm. Mm, I see. Some people like the drama. So anyway, um, she throws her people drink on a soap in. opera. No, no, couldn't possibly. Um, she throws her drink in his face because that's her signature mm-hmm. move. Don't <laughs> Um, and slapping people. And um, she does eventually get over it because he sucks up to her a bunch and is like, you're just so amazing. And da, 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 da. And so um, she does agree to give Joey some pointers. Like, when Jessica walks in a room, she owns everything and everyone in it. Jessica Lockhart will never work here again. <laughs> She's not British. Wait, I can do a British accent? <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, I mean, okay, no, there's more that happens. Um, and so they're practicing their kissing scene and one, you know, Joey's favorite move. And then one thing leads to another. Susan Sarandon winds up at Joey's house. You owned that room. Well, I rent it, but... I think I, just... I think it's sweet that she like decides to help him, you know, and like accept her fate. I don't like that they write in that yes. they hook up. I don't know why it bothers me so much. I mean, I know it's Joey, but I I guess I just find it hard to believe that Jessica Lockhart would fall for Joey's ways charms and wiles yeah i don't know it just seems like a bit unmatched but it definitely seems a bit unmatched i like he's so goofy and she's so sure of herself and i don't know i also i don't mean this in a mean way but she just seems so much older than him and that's fine she is that's not mean it's just a fact she's like 24 years well i don't know how old matt leblanc is but joey's supposed to be 30 she, it mm-hmm. says, is 54. So, but look, like, it happens all the time. People have age differences. They're adults, so it's not a big deal. But it does, it, I think you're right. I think it, it does just seem very unmatched. Um, but I do love when um, Rachel comes over and Jessica has just walked out of um, Joey's room the next morning. And Rachel's yeah. like... Oh my God! You're Jessica Lockout, Monica. And like flips out, and they both are like, "Oh my God! It's true! It's really you! Will you slap me right here? <laughs> Just slap me! Slap me right here!" They have no right. chill. And she's like, "My lawyer said I can't do that anymore." And she's like, "You know, Joey's like, okay, out you go, bye bye now." And he's like, "I'm so sorry." And she's like, "Oh, it's okay. Being adored, I'm used to it. It's so cute." Um, but. Joey gets excited because he's been sent the script and he's never been sent the script, but this must mean that he's got lines. And so 
That's isn't that where we learn she she because she's like, how does it happen? She falls off a horse into an electric fence. Jessica hates horses. <laughs> I know. Um, but you're yes. Yeah, so she does come around. She does decide to just because she even says she's like, you know what? I should have left a long time ago when the offers were pouring in. I got comfortable, and she decides yeah. to um to go work out at Guadalajara. Yeah, that doesn't sound safe. It does sound interesting. I don't know. Mexican soap operas are the stuff of legend. That's true. I guess I didn't really think about that. No, I hadn't either until just now. So maybe that's what she's going to do. But anyway, yes, she's going to move to Mexico. And so that's the last we see of Jessica Lockhart will never set foot here again. Again. Um, any other Jessica dual thoughts? Uh, nope, nope, not too many. It is funny you mentioned that like Rachel and um, Monica have no chill, and that comes up again at a future like soap opera party. They just do not have any chill around celebs, A, B, C, or D list. No, they don't. Okay. Next, let's talk about Rachel and Phoebe. So they are at the coffee shop and they're like, cute guy over there. You know what? I was just thinking about this. I was out to dinner with my friend last night who's single. And she is interested in trying to meet somebody, but like she really doesn't like the apps. And that's fair enough. Um I don't know that anybody likes them, but, you know, a lot of people use them. But she's just not comfortable on them because um, she mm-hmm. was married for a really long time. And so it's just, like, all very foreign to her. So fair enough. Um, but we were out to dinner in, like, a, a different neighborhood than either of us live in. And she was like, oh, my gosh, like, there's so such different people in this neighborhood. But I was thinking, like, we went to dinner. Everybody around us was kind of, like, families or couples or whatever. And then we went out to an improv show. And again, that was like families and couples. But I was just thinking like going to the same coffee shop all the time, would that be a good way to meet people? No, not at all. It's a terrible oh. way to meet people. Really? <laughs> if you want to meet the same people. Well, but they don't necessarily, I mean, they're the regulars. Other people are just cycling through. Oh, I guess that's true. I guess. I mean, you'd see some other regulars, wouldn't you? But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll recommend it. But also, I I feel like they are always with the same people. So, like, I don't know how much time they actually spend. You know what I mean? Like, there's been multiple times though when they've like either been hit on or hit on people. That's true. At the coffee shop, and so. I mean, this is also a fictional TV show, so maybe that's the trick. Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, I don't know. Where do, where does one meet people? Like, unless it's through friends, uh, mutual friends that, like, set you up, or you meet somebody at work. Like, I don't know. I have I feel like the gym is tricky. I feel like when you're out with your friends, like, dinner is tricky, out with your friends. Like, because, you know, you're everybody's kind of out with their own pack. It's not like nobody's single and like it's not like a or if you're like alone at the gym like I don't know personally I never liked it when people came up to talk to me or hit on me at the gym it felt very creepy mm-hmm. but I yeah feel like that's like I don't know why yeah well you're just like in tight clothing and I don't know you just assume they're looking at your yeah. butt a lot which is yeah it's like you just assume people are a weirdo for whatever reason yeah whereas like at a coffee shop that just seems a lot less alarming or do you know what I mean yeah yeah, it is a very, like, neutral ground. There's lots of people around. Yeah. Um, it's disarming. Disarming. That's what it is. Anyway, I don't know. We are the last two people that should be uh, – anyone should be asking advice about this <laughs> exactly. on. So the rest of you let us know. But anyway, so they're at the coffee shop, and they see this cute guy, and they notice he leaves his cell phone behind. Well, first they're like, gay or straight, and then – there's this woman with the what can only be described as the world's largest boobs walks by. <laughs> yes. Which I feel like them. have they used her before? Um maybe. 
do they call her knockers? <laughs> knockers yeah. will help us. <laughs> Maybe. It's a very distinct look. So, um, um, so they're like, okay, yeah, he's straight because he checked her out. And so he leaves his cell phone behind, which is the original Nokia. And um, I think it's they like go over to grab it. And isn't it Phoebe who's like, when he calls it, I'll answer. Or is that Rachel? Because I think Phoebe uh, says the story. And then Rachel is like, oh, that's perfect. I can find love in the digital age or something like that. No, Rachel was like, hey, what if I, what if he calls the phone and I answer and we start talking and we fall in love? Oh, yes. Wouldn't and that be great? Phoebe, and then Phoebe's like, yes, but she decides she wants it for herself. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And so... Uh, so they can't decide who's going to get the phone. Um, so to figure it out, they're like, well, let's go through his contacts and see who has the most in common. I don't know how that would ever work. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> they try a lot of other things, too. Like whoever's name is closer to the word phone. <laughs> Well, of course, Phoebe tries that one. <laughs> Phoebe also tries, well, uh, oh, he calls his mom. Well, I lost my mom to suicide. Yeah. <laughs> you can't use that to get the last blueberry muffin is, and the hot guy's cell phone. <laughs> what does Phoebe say? She's like, whoever's name is closest to the word phone. And Rachel's like, Phoebe. And she's like, you wouldn't be protesting if we were fighting over a. Oh, Yeah. I can't remember what she says. Oh, I can't either. I want for some reason I want to say lacrosse, but that certainly has nothing to do with Rachel's name. A ratchet? A ratchet. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. <laughs> oh gosh. Yes. Okay, so um it, it whatever, it ends up working because they go through and he's got Barney's on speed dial. And it's Barney's the store because Rachel also has Barney's saved into her contacts, which, okay, Um, sure. And so Rachel is, they decide that Rachel gets it, but then Rachel comes over to Phoebe's apartment later and she's like, hey, Phoebes, remember when um, we decided that I was going to get the phone and so I took it and put it in my purse because I said I wanted to have it right next to me when he calls. And then do you remember when you went into my purse and stole it? <laughs> and Phoebe's like, no, it doesn't ring any bells. She's like, but while you're dialing, um, let me show you the features of my new ringing handbag. So anyway, I feel like this is so much back and forth. So Rachel steals it the is. phone back, but then as it's ringing... Phoebe takes it again because she's like too slow or whatever. And so <laughs> Phoebe answers and is like, yes, I'm the one that found your phone. Um, and then hands out her home address. Um, yeah. Phoebe. Like even her apartment number. Yes. What I'd be is like, she I can thinking? meet you at the coffee shop you left it at. Yeah. This was She's like thinking pre- hot guys are never making skin suits out of people. Oh my gosh. It's, it's always, always okay. No. It is always the it's hot always ones. It's always the cute ones. Yeah. Yes. People out there listening, stop. Don't give out your home address. You know this. Stop I- dating hot guys. It's not safe. <laughs> it's not okay? worth it. They could be murderers. They could be murderers. They would be. <laughs> um... Yes, I guess this was pre-online dating, but I mean, they should under, she should know to be, just be safe. You can never be too safe. You can't, you can't. And honestly, I don't think people worried about it as much back then. Well, we just know more now. We know more now. They had Dateline back then. They should have known. But anyway, yeah. um, and, like, I mean, cell phones were, like, just becoming a thing. So you, like, yeah. I don't know. I guess different. that's true, too. Like, I guess with every new form of technology, you're very naive. Because do you remember, like, our parents were so worried, like, when we got on the internet that we were going to, like, give out our address in chat rooms, which I feel like now is stuff that our parents are doing. 
Right. <laughs> right. My how they were the like, I saw it on turn. the internet. It must be true. Yeah, they're like my friend on Facebook, and like it's a Russian bot. Stop! Come on. <laughs> like, oh, oh my gosh. Um, yes. So you're you're right. So, so anyway, she gives out her home address, apartment number, and everything. And Rachel's like, well, I'm gonna be here when he comes by, and I know when it is because I just heard you tell him. Um, but then we have a fun little plot twist. Uh, the doorbell rings and an old man is there. (laughs) Plot twist. And I love when Rachel's like laughing and Phoebe's like, oh my gosh, I know. An even hotter guy showed up. (laughs) And Rachel plays this so well. She does. She uses this to her advantage. Yes, which is smart. I don't think I would have thought this quick on my feet, but Phoebe's like, what do we do? Like, please, Rachel, can I please have him? And she's like, okay, but you owe me big. Very funny. So, yeah. yeah. But it's good to let Phoebe, you know, think she's her hot Think guy. she's winning. Yes, with the hot old man. Um, very cute. Okay. Now I want to talk about the stuff that I'm actually the most excited about, which is like <laughs> the smallest part of this episode, but the breakaway star. <laughs> yes. So... We could do that, too. (laughs) (laughs) So Chandler and Monica are like, oh, hey, Ross. Um, We wanted to know if you would want to read something, like a poem or something, at at the wedding ceremony. And Ross, go ahead, Renee. What does Ross say? (laughs) Sure. Uh, Yeah, I I guess I could do that, too. (laughs) (laughs) They're like... What else are you going to do? And he's like, oh, well, I have a surprise planned, and I can't tell you what it is. <laughs> Keeping it on the QT, which I don't actually – is it just being quiet? I think it might be Latin for something. Oh, Ross. Dr. Geller. Oh, Dr. Geller. <laughs> like, minding your P's and Q's, I think, is also Latin for something, but I don't know. Keeping it on the QT. I don't know. Anyway, do you remember that minding your P's know. and Q's? Yeah, I always... What do you think that means? Um, I don't know. I think, Please think and quiet. it's a Latin phrase. Peas yeah, I think it's... Peas what do you think it is? I always thought it's because on the keyboard, P and Q look the same. And so you don't want to get them switched up. Oh. But I made that up, so... That's smart, though. It's pretty um, good. It just apparently just means to be on your best behavior and yeah. Oh, it's because pupils were taught the lowercase alphabet position of a vertical line before or after represented different letters. D, B, P, and Q. What? So, well, D and B are like upside down P and Q. Oh, you were right about QT. I mean, according to Grammarist.com, it was, it's just an abbreviation of the word quiet. Okay. So much learning happening in this podcast so today. So much learning. What an educational. Come for so friends. People are like, what are you doing, person? And you're like, oh, I'm just listening to some educational podcasts. I'm just expanding my These mind. These two ding-dongs explaining <laughs> idioms to me. Learning a lot. <laughs> missed it earlier when I thought there were 352 days. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, it was the best. We were talking about, well, obviously everybody knows what Wordle is. Obviously. But do you know what Wordle is? If you don't feel dumb enough playing Wordle, let us introduce you to Wordle, where they show you a shape of a country or a territory, and you have to guess what it is. It's great when it was a few days ago and it was Mexico. Or a month ago when it was New Zealand. New Zealand, that was the best. I was like, nailed it. Yes, nailed it in one. Not so great when it's Svalbard and British British Overland Territory. territory. (laughs) Which we'll just, I'll never let that one go. It's just barely a place. Also, Svalbard. It's a coral reef with a landing strip. 
Svalbard isn't even its own country. When I tried to Google it. So, okay. So what you do is you, for those of you who haven't played, you get like five or six guesses. And so you type something in and it tells you how many miles away and in what direction. So you kind of go, oh, okay. I guessed something in the Atlantic and that must be on the continent of Africa. So it's, you know, it's like, that's kind of how you figure it out. Um, Yeah. But when I, so, so if you don't get it right at the end, it just reveals what it actually is. And so that's how I found out it was Svalbard and Jan Oleg. And I was like, what? So I Googled it and it was just like, this is a territory of Norway. And I was like, that doesn't count. I know. But you said you did a Svalbard deep dive when you did. And so I you did, knew what it yeah. was. Is it, a, I knew is what it, it was. Sweden or is it not? Or I mean, is it Norway or no? It's partial Norway, partial Russia. But none percent its own thing? Um, I guess British overseas territory or whatever is also like... Yeah. How is that a thing? I mean, Ugh. there's a lot of places that aren't... That like are and aren't their own country. It's really, it's really interesting, I think, when you think about it. Like it's not as cut and dry as one might think. No, I mean even New Zealand, you know. Oh, they I know exactly what you're about to say and they hate it when you bring this up. <laughs> well, it's not my fault. <laughs> oh, it's not either and I I do it to um push Ben's buttons. I'm like, "Well, you know, you're you're real lord the queen." It's super weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. I just think they should give it all back and just be Britain. I think that's what they should do. And if the queen calls okay, me, ben, that's this what I'm going to tell us. <laughs> No, he keeps being like, she's not actually in charge. And I'm like, you wait. Mm -hmm. If there was a world war, the queen had called y'all up. You are part of it. But I think they should just go, just let, just go be Britain. Let everyone else be themselves and you go be Britain. I think that's probably pretty rich Americans. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think it's well, and I don't know. I, once again, things that aren't as cut and dry. Yeah, just suddenly and we don't being actually have any knowledge of the history of it, right? Of what it's like, actually. Well, so, but I, I was even thinking, like, would it be beneficial for Jamaica? Would it actually be beneficial for Jamaica to be their own com- country, like without any connection to England? Isn't that or up is to it them? better for them? Well, huh? That's as I said. Isn't that up to them? It is. I'm just saying. Like, I don't think it's as like, oh, everybody should just stop being a part of the Commonwealth, and you know. I think it, it case by case, like New Zealand would obviously be fine not being connected yeah, to the Commonwealth. Didn't they say that about Scotland when they were like, we want to go be our own thing? And they're like, what's your currency going to be? The last time you had your own currency, it was like sheep intestine. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. Oh, I didn't know that. Because it's um, just been part of the UK for so long. And so they were like... Yeah. What, what are you going to go back to bartering? I mean, anyway, that's why they, they have well, said they could probably like, just like hop They'd on have the to go straight to the EU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's yeah, enough I don't know. of geography for it's the insane. Complex. Um, <laughs> speaking of Scotland, actually, um, funny, funny enough, didn't do that. Funny enough, that's exactly why that's we talked about segue. this. Um, so they're sitting in their apartment, they being Chandler and Monica, and they hear bagpipes and they're like what is that and they look over and it's Ross practicing the bagpipes and they're like oh no that thing that Ross said is that how it that thing that Ross said he was going to do he asked me the other day you're half Scottish right And I love how Monica's first response is, Chandler, why is your family Scottish instead of... I know. And even better, better, why is your family Ross? Ross, Exactly. Like, (laughs) no, no, me being Scottish isn't the problem here. (laughs) Why is your family Ross? And then she's like, it's not even a song, it's noise. And Chandler's like, actually, I think, I think... (laughs) If you listen closely, you can hear Celebration by Cool and the Gang. 
Oh my gosh. I do but not I know. But I love. Yes. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I do not know how they got through the filming of this episode. Oh, I don't think they, they barely made it through the end. <laughs> um, yes. Before we get to that point, though, what were you going to say? Um, I love that, like, normally I don't really support passive aggressive behavior. I think direct <laughs> with respect is always best. <laughs> but I really enjoy um, what Monica and Chandler launch yes. as their passive aggressive plan. Yes. At <laughs> to the deter Roz. Yes. And all it does is, like, encourage him more you know it's just really funny that's funny okay so well let's talk about that but um i like the phrase you just used direct with respect Mm -hmm. yeah i coined my own fun rhyming phrase the other day what is that fun but get it done get things done make it fun but get things done like that's you gonna print that for a corporate poster well I was it was in reference to like my management style and my like how like what I how I show up at work is like Mm -hmm. things can be fun we can have fun but also get things done yes like hey that rhymes so if you guys (laughs) want to purchase my merch my my leadership you guys merch. want a limited run of best friends club podcast merch that best includes friends podcast phrases x leadership merch yes <laughs> x leadership merch swipe direct up direct with respect slash make it fun get things done anyway yeah. it will just you know hit us yeah. up and what we're gonna do a limited run of that so um or if you know. need something else to run that. you just let us know because we're good at it <laughs> Because we're good at that. We're good at that. Yeah, I came up with direct with respect a long time ago because that's Matt. Like, he is so good. He is not a pushover, but he is not pushy. Mm. And he works in trucking. And there's just, as you can imagine, a lot of, like, rough diamonds, you know, a little rough around the edges. (laughs) And a lot of people, not that he works with, but, like, other agents for other trucking companies and whatever, they'll call and they're just, like, barking at all times, you know, like Mm – they're yelling, they're swearing, nothing's good enough, whatever. And Matt is just really good at being like, no, I'm not going to do that, but thanks for asking. Or this isn't enough money, or they're not going to go there, or this isn't acceptable. Like, he's really good at saying it, but nicely. But he says mm. exactly what he means, but he's not nasty ever, you know? Mm. Um. So, yeah, it's just a very – direct with respect well so if you guys want to sign on for matt's direct but res- direct with respect leadership course you just write yeah <laughs> you just you teach right it. into best friends club podcast I at gmail.com subject line direct with respect with matt oh i can um i could totally see him with like a britney spears mic as like the north dakotan tony robbins doing like <laughs> leadership seminars but in like just a very nice unassuming way yeah but the thing is is he's like no bs so he wouldn't put any fluff in there so it would be like a four minute course (laughs) um honestly i think maybe it's it's more like a ted talk ah okay um that might be good but yeah if you want to hire him to run your life or you know basically do anything but marry you he's available is accepting applications yeah. Um, whereas I just like, I go more towards the barking and he's just very you cool, calm, and collected. just have a bit too much passion. It's that Italian passion, but it's I know. I turn so into my dad. Funny. Ashley you're thinks never, it's hilarious. You're not nasty, though. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm on the good end. I'm on your good side. Because you're on the winning side. <laughs> my team always wins. <laughs> Do you know what, though? You realize you are so much like Monica, Renee, because you realize that you like, okay, that was unfair and I'm sorry, (laughs) but it doesn't mean you're not going to do it next time. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'd love to say that. I just, I'm thinking specifically about the time when you were coming to visit me. I think it was when I was living in Chicago and you forgot that you had like a, a face lotion in your carry-on luggage. And it was like, oh, Ashley, nice... we've all heard this story. Moving on. Have we? No. Yes. Let's tell it. Let's find out. <laughs> and so you were like, 
And look, fair enough. Those liquid rules are very stupid, but you traveled a ton and you knew it. You just forgot. It happens all the time. I have flown so many times with pocket knives on my person. It happens. What are you, Indiana Jones? Why are you flying with a pocket knife on your person? Well, I have it on my keys. What version of you am I talking to? <laughs> I did not know this about you. Phoebe with the knife and the boot? No. Um, Seriously, Ashley, when did you start carrying a pocket knife? On my keys. For what purpose? Don't you remember in Whittling? Hawaii my dad gave everybody a pocket knife? <laughs> uh, I guess I must have left mine with my survival kit. <laughs> my dad just used to, I think he just like, he. it was like, he, I don't know, he just used to always give me pocket knives to keep on my, mm-hmm. maybe it's because I lived in Chicago and he was worried about my safety, <laughs> but he used to give me pocket knives to keep on my keychain. And I just always completely forgot that they were there. They'd get taken by TSA, and then I'd get another one the next time I saw them. And then it was just a vicious cycle. It kept happening. But Just um, a vicious cycle. The latest time, actually. So hold on. Story within a story. Ben and I um, flew to the South Island last month or a couple months ago. And um, I wanted to bring a backpack, but like I didn't have a, a good one. And so he was like, oh, you can, you can use mine. I'm not going to use it. Because I had a really, oh, I think I was reading Obama's memoir or something. And I was like, yeah, this isn't going to fit in my purse. Like, I need a backpack. (laughs) Um, 1,400 pages. Yes. Hard copy only. And I was like, I also don't want to just carry it around because I will definitely leave it somewhere. So he was like, yeah, yeah, you can borrow my backpack. Um, So we're going through security, which thankfully in New Zealand is very docile. Um, mm-hmm. But we're going through security, and the lady like ran my bag again, and I was like, okay. And then she's like, whose bag is this? And I was like, oh, great. And she's like, sorry, I just need to go through it. And I was thinking, like, there's a water bottle in there, but you're allowed to have those in New Zealand security. So I was thinking maybe it was just going to be that or something. And then as she's pulling me over to the side, Ben goes, oh, there may be a knife in there. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then she's like, uh, so... I'm just going to open this zip pocket up here, okay? It appears there. And he's like, yeah, there's a knife in there. And I was like, and she, she, it was, it was just a pocket knife, but it was like quite a large one. And I guess Mm -hmm. he works in procurement and supply chain. So it kind of makes sense, I guess, for him to have, like, he just had it from work. And she was like, all right, well, you know, here's your options for how you can keep it. He's like, nope, just get rid of it. It's like literally. And she's like, are you sure? He's like, yep, it's yours. I don't want it. And then as I was like going to collect the bag, I leaned forward and whispered to her, I did not know he put that in there. I'm very sorry. She was like, I don't care. Anyway. So yes, I did also uh, yet again have a knife on my person. Unknown, unbeknownst to me. Do I know you but at all? No. So Renee's story, she was flying to visit me in Chicago and this um, lady, um, we'll say maybe like a brusque, like a like a husky, no nonsense, brusque lady um, at TSA. Do you want to tell the story, or no? You tell it so okay, beautifully. Okay, because I don't. Thank you. I don't exactly know how the exchange went down, but my understanding is the lady was like, "You have this liquid in here. It's more than three ounces," because it was like a brand new, completely full face lotion that you had just bought, and you were mm-hmm. like it's not a liquid. It's like a cream or whatever. And she was like, boom, roasted. And she was like, yeah, uh, I don't care. It counts as a liquid. So you can go put it in your checked bag. And you were like, I'm not checking a bag or my checked bag already went through or whatever. And and she was like, so what do you want to do about this? And you're like, I want to go through and see my friend and take my face cream. Thank you. I said, thank you. Goodbye. And she was like, well, it's mine now. And you were like, fine, have it. You probably need it or something like that. Do you remember? And then you said that you like stormed off. And then you like felt so bad for being mean because you're like, she was just doing her job. And so you came back 15 Mm -hmm. minutes later and you were like, did you forget something at security? And that's why you had to go back? No, no. I think I just felt bad. Your conscience just got the best of you. And so you Mm -hmm. went back and you were like, I'm sorry I was rude to you. I just really like that face cream. <laughs> Sulked off again. Yes. Yes. Is that about it? I am a pill most no, of the time. No, you're not. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, it's just so funny, Renee, because we've all felt like that. I just think that, mm-hmm. I don't know, you're not a brat. You're not unreasonable. You're not a, like what people call a Karen. Like, it's not like, it's not like, oh, I, it's okay. I, lest anyone get the wrong idea about Renee, she is absolutely not the type of person that you're like, oh, we can't go out to a restaurant with her. She's going to be rude to the wait staff or like send everything back. Like that is not you whatsoever. So when you do have these moments, I think that's why it's funny because it is so out of character. Yes. You're not. And I don't pill. like feeling that way. I don't like how I feel. But something gets the best of you, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that little it's my number one task in counseling to it's, work on. It's that little dad inside of you controlling that part of your brain. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't like it. Oh, sorry. I it's don't feel bad. Do oh, cut I, no, it's out? fine. Okay. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's just it's very funny because you it's very harmless and you did apologize. So truly like Anyway, okay, sorry. So Chandler and Monica, I don't know how we got there. They're at the coffee shop and they're like, Monica's like, oh, Chandler, here's some shortbread. It's Scottish, just like you. And Chandler's like, oh, I don't like anything about my Scottish heritage. (laughs) And Ross is like, what? And he's like, yeah. I, what does he say? Something like, it, we're very, we don't like that or something. And he's like, well, it sounds like it's time for you to reconnect with the Scottish part of your family. He's basically just like not going to take no for an answer. And so Monica's like, oh my God, Ross, you cannot play bagpipes at our wedding. Right. I know. She. He finally is like, if this isn't working. They just like, break down and they just, they just are like, no, you cannot. It's like a bunch of clarinets taped to a sack. I don't get it. It's really, I don't want to be disrespectful to Chandler's Scottish heritage, but it is the weirdest instrument. It's bizarre. It's more like a feedback loop than an instrument. (laughs) I think it's where they got the idea for EDM. Okay, so so Ross is like, instead of taking no for an answer, he's like, tell you what, let me just play you what I was a sampler of what I was going to play at the wedding, and then you can decide. And so this is how we get the very best scene in all of Friends' oh, 10 seasons history. It's so funny. So they're all sitting on the couch, and Ross gets the bagpipes fired up and plays... A little bit of a wee bit of celebration. And then he's like, come on, you guys, you know this one. Join in. Do you want to tell it? Well, Phoebe (laughs) takes a lot of joy in this moment. And rather than singing the words, (laughs) just bagpipes along with them. And... Rachel in the background, like, trying not to lose it is oh so gosh. funny because I – this is one of those moments I'm not totally convinced was planned. I know this is usually you, you or Matt's move, but, no, like, it, it, everybody's reaction yes. is so funny. Like, they just – she just keeps going, <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. This, it has to be – well, I mean, honestly, though, even if it was written in, it is just so funny. I don't know how you wouldn't laugh, but it mm-hmm. does really seem like maybe she was supposed to sing along, but instead she does this. Yeah. Me, he, 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 and even her, like, Lisa Kudrow yeah. almost, almost cracks up because when she's trying to, like, he, he, like, she almost loses it and starts starts laughing. I know. It's so oh, funny. I do not know how the rest of them aren't just doubled over with laughter. Oh, that would be the one that I think would just be so fun. to. It's probably like 10 minutes of bloopers. Yeah, I can't. It's got to be. It's so funny. 
Oh, I love it so much. So good. It's just like you, if you need to laugh, I feel like that's yes. the scene. Oh, just watch that. Why is your watch. family Scottish? Why is your family Ross? Anyway. Um, okay. That is all that we have time for today. That's the end of it. So we're going to leave them there. And let's pick back up next week. Okay. With episode 16 the one with the truth about london <gasps> truth about london i know i know it's so bad I but know. it's so good <laughs> it's so good um okay yeah we'll see you guys then thank you and go enjoy a wee bit of celebration in the meantime Beep.